Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello. Hello. And welcome to Come Along Pond, Doctor Who discussion podcast with... Your two very cold and sad best friends. <laughs> Okay, so you're probably thinking... Sorry, Dan and Eddie, yeah. Yeah, sorry. yeah, hello. Yeah, hi. hello. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, how are good. you? Yeah, yeah, not bad, thank you, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> that's a fucking, that's a fucking lie, I don't know. <laughs> so here's the gag. We're both stranded at Cardiff Central. Uh, Great Western Railway, uh, you're, you're done. You're actually done. <laughs> you're finished. You're actually finished, like... <laughs> so we're just going to come in really briefly because we're both sitting next to each other, which is a wonderful thing. Hello, gorgeous. Hello, hello stunning. Hello. Um, so we, while we were stranded, we were like, let's record something for our special mailbag episode. Um, mail sack. Mail sack, mail bag, the bag of bags. Um, it's, do you know what? It's actually a bit mad. Like we're literally, I'm looking at, I'm literally looking at, we're both looking at Cardiff Central right now. Like, and our, you know, the train's been cancelled. It's awful, awful situation. Bus is cancelled. Yeah, everything. I'm eating Percy pigs. It's, it's, you know... It's it's all happening, but and you know it's really windy. You probably can't even hear this. Might not even use this. Who knows? But if it's in the episode, there you go. It was one one for the outtakes. One for the outtake. But no, we just thought we would do a really fun little intro while we're just together. At last. At last. Um, and actually, funnily enough, to date it just for two seconds, we're recording this. The giggle is on right now. The fucking giggle, like the giggle, the third episode, the last special is literally airing right now. We're not watching it because we are going to wait till we get home, which is God knows when. Yeah. Um, did Donna die? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Tell us. I mean, don't, because we would have seen it by now, but yeah. still. Um, yeah, no, obviously by the time this comes out, we would have seen the episode and all of that. Technology. But, technology, timey-wimey. Um, but this is, yeah, no, this is just, we just... We wanted to... Oh, Elliot, you've just dropped your Percy Pig. I can't believe it. Slander. <laughs> First my train, then my coach, no, now my no, pigs. No. They nearly fell on the floor. I just caught them, I just caught them. Okay. Oh, yes, I'm off. Anyway, um, I will be having one of these in a minute because I did save them all. She's taken the bag off I've me. taken the fucking bag off you. Um, anyway, we hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, and, yeah, fun times. Yeah, enjoy. I'll have a good old rummage in my sack. And uh, Great Western Railway, you're fucking finished, like I said. You're actually finished. You're done.
Oh my god! Whoa, we're back. Whoa! Back in the studio. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We wow. don't have a studio. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty three thousand steps of train and Uber later, and we're home. Oh my god, guys! It was at <laughs> Great Western Rail. You are finished. You are actually done. You are done. I'm getting some compensation for that, though, so that's good. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, babe, how have you been since I last saw you? Um, there has been a sort of void in my life that I've been unable to fill. Do you know what I mean? No, but do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, oh man. Man. Yeah, because it was so nice. It was so lovely just to, you know, we uh, Cap took Cardiff. We took Cardiff and we, you know, we did we did it. We did it and it was so fun. Um if you want to see our Cardiff adventures, go on our Instagram, come along pom podcast. It's pinned to our profile because you know what? We're we're cute as hell. We're so cute. You can see our photos, um, you know. No filmed accompaniments, um, because, you know, unlike some people, we're not stood there vlogging. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we ain't vloggers. That's something we're definitely not. <laughs> at all. No, um, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I got a sonic screwdriver in Forbidden Planet. You uh, did. You did. Yeah, you bought the 40 of Doctors. Yeah. I did, yeah. I had my Doctor Who tote bag and my Doctor Who shirt on, just in case we didn't look gay enough. Do you know um, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, down with focused on having just a general, just a nice fit on for the day. Uh, and I <laughs> just decided to sort of, you know, go sort of branded. Um, and I looked awful. Um, no, you anyway. didn't. No, you didn't. My sensible shoes and my anorak on because it was raining. <laughs> I looked like, a, like an 80s dork. It was awful. Oh, um, slay, honestly. But still, also, I tell you, this is this is something that I was going to say to you just in our personal time, um, you know, and it's it's nothing it's nothing personal, but it's just something I was going to bring up, but I'm going to bring it up now because I feel like the people need to know about it. Okay. We did not take a photo nor document the fact that we did, in fact, have and enjoy an Andos. We, um, did, we had an Andos. Um, if you have been listening and watching our Instagram lives, then you know what we're talking about. And if you haven't, shame for shame. Um, Go back and watch it. Look for they're the on our Instagram. It's the end yeah. of the Wild Blue Yonder episode, but watch both of them because I could get that wrong. We um, have we have uh, Instagram lives from the Star Beast, right after the Star Beast and right after Wild Blue Yonder. So go watch those if you want. They're really fun. Um, and Nando's, sponsor us, please. Yeah, Nando's, come on. like The meal but, we had in Nando's Cardiff, right in the back. It was so... This thing, One Nando's, of the best meals I've ever eaten in my life. Thank you. It, Nando's is so good already, but like sometimes <laughs> it, it, but sometimes it is just mid and it's just Nando's and it's hitting the spot. But that day, the crispy ice from the ice machine, the halloumi sticks, the fries—they were. It was all coming together really nicely. It hit different. It was actually hitting different. But anyway, anyway, sorry. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we love, we love, we love, but. Here's the thing. So you got our Christmas episode and you thought that was our last one. Nay, nay. This is the bonus episode. We wanted to mark the fact that the 60th happened. And I think the audience reception is such is such an important part of it. And there's been such a mixed bag in a way. Uh, not in our comment section. It's been mainly positive, actually. But We'll get to that. But we just wanted to mark the fact that 60th happened and we have this kind of, not a historical episode because that's extreme, but like there's this episode <laughs> where we've kind of documented the co- the public consciousness of the 60th. So we're doing a mailbag, a sack, a tote bag, you know, whatever you want to call it, the Uniqlo shoulder bag, whatever you want to call it. It's a mailbag. We're going to read... Your thoughts on the 60th. We put a post out on the grid on Instagram. Again, come along Pom podcast, get to know. And we ask you guys to get involved, write a comment on what you thought of the episode. So we're going to read them out today. And I'm really looking forward to it. Looking forward to discuss it. Roll credits. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just get straight into it. Roll credits. Do you know what I mean?
Didn't see you there. Welcome to Come Along Pond's 60th anniversary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Special mailbag episode. It's Christmas or Boxing Day, probably when you're listening to this. So if you've had a nice time with the family and you're now relaxing with a cup of hot cocoa, take your hat off, take your scarf off. It's cold outside, but in here it's lovely and warm with the sounds of letters and the fireplace and my warm caramel voice. Anyway, um, we've got some lovely, lovely opinions and maybe some not-so-nice ones to read out from you lovely people about what you thought about the 60th anniversary specials. Yes, the episodes on The Star Beast, Wildly Yonder, The Giggle, and The Church on Ruby Road will be in your ears in the new year. But for now, sit back with a cup of options, put your feet up, and listen to my sack. <laughs> Stunning! <laughs> but first... Daniel has the first piece of correspondence. Take it away, my lovely. So, I have the first comment, and I wanted to read this out because it's short, it's brief, it's something that I think captured all of our hearts. And that is from Hannah, and their username is Hannah Cheney97. I'm sorry if I uh, mispronounced that. And they wrote two words shooties thighs. <laughs> And you know what? Here's the thing. I have something I want to say about this. First of all, a boy went to the gym. Boy went to the gym. Okay, so the thing I want to say about this is this. Cosplayers, <laughs> I want you to listen to what I'm about to say. Don't do it. I want you to listen to what I'm about to say. And I want you to take the every single word, every single syllable, every single breath I'm about to bring here. We don't need to see this from <laughs> anyone. Do not go to conventions with your pants off. Really and truly, I don't care who you are. Keep the pants on. We don't need it. Shooty Gat was allowed to do it because it was on set and it was all, you know, professional environment for television. We don't need to see that in real life. I must stress, I'll say it again. Keep your pants on. Please. Please. <laughs> I want to say canonically the first time we've seen the doctor's underwear, one, with he wears white, two, um, someone pointed out to me very helpfully that um because of the bio generation, you know, they sort of switched clothes, you know, so like like shoot you had like the tie and the shirt on, and then so David just had like the vest and like the undershirt on. Um so that means that throughout the rest of the specials, um, fourteen was canonically not wearing any underpants. Ah. Uh, <laughs> much well, to think about. Saving the world, Commando. Much to ponder upon but before Come we go on, ponder. any further i just want to say one thing quickly before you read your comment elliot fly something, me come on then something we, that, that uh, i like to sneak into the episode uh now and then is a uh, patreon we have a patreon uh <laughs> something that you know you know it is what it is we need to shout it out because it's a wonderful platform we have some wonderful people on there if you'd like to support the show uh and maybe see our faces oh, oh. stay tuned for the new year please go over there patreon.com forward slash come along pond podcast it would be such a great help we could maybe do this more often who knows who knows but just wanted to shout that out but anyway elliot awful segue that i had there read the next comment <laughs> <laughs> consider it thoroughly shot yes um <laughs> <laughs> the first comment here is from friend of the show uh, one of our earliest listeners, um, J. 
James, as I'm going to call him, because I know that that's what he prefers, but his username handle is Richard Purdom 90 And he says, overall, absolutely love them. The specials, I, I would assume. A proper celebration of the past injected with a boatload of excitement for the future. I always look forward to new Doctor Who, but this is the first time in a while I'm fizzing with excitement for a new series. I really love that, you know, because I actually feel that. Like, I mean, we've said, haven't we, Ellie? We've said that we are so ready for shooty now. Like, we've been gagging. I, I am so glad that my kind of blind love of him, yeah, was was not was not met with me going, oh, when I watched yeah. the giggle, but instead met with me going, he is already my favourite Doctor. Yeah, <laughs> he's the best Doctor Who there's ever been. Let me have all of him. For the rest of time, I just yeah. He calls people honey, as part of his just lexicon. I I'm in love. And this is the thing, like we said, we're going to talk about the specials in the new year, but we, well, the episodes to come. But and I don't want to say too much because in the giggle, I will go into heavy detail. I will, I will. But literally, I remember when the episode went out and we finally got home after being bloody stranded in Cardiff. Anyway. And I just sent you a voice note and I was like, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm so glad. You know? Yeah, because it, it, diff- it felt different. Again, not to like go into it too much, but it felt different from like, you know, oh, when we watch Power of the Doctor or whatever, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, who's, she gonna re- who's she actually going to regenerate into and, you know, what's happening? And it was kind of really like nerve wracking. This was nerve wracking for a different reason. It's like, you know, I really, really want Shooty to be as good as I want him to be. And, you know, that first brief appearance you get in an episode can be a tough one to sell. And, like, I was I thoroughly in love. Yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly in love. More than I already was. <laughs> all I've been thinking about is literally just just him, actually. I don't know what I was going to say. I've just been thinking about Shooty Gatwa all day just long. Him, just, just him going, we'd lost Sarah Jane, can you believe it? And everyone going, oh, oh. And then, and then mentioning, oh. Rose, Rose! Yeah, sorry, I love to Andros. Oh. Anyway, we're going to be so annoying in the giggle review. Oh my god, no, we are going to be absolutely feral and just annoying. I mean, we're, we're always annoying, but we love it anyway. What's oh, side note: Why am Why am I the toy maker? What? No, but side note: Why are you the toy maker? And also, side note: I have not got spice out. So, blah, 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 blah. I haven't like I, I've been struggling because spice up your life has just been stuck in my head. Yeah, same. Like seriously, it's, it's a not even a song that I like, but it was good in that. It was so- um, Neil Patrick Harris really did the thing. Neil Patrick Harris did the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I could just see myself doing, you know, doing the sort of, you know, the like, ah, oh, and then a little Amelia Pond found her way over to your TARDIS, and then she died. It's just like, you know, oh, actually, she died of old age. Well, that's all right then. That's all uh, right then. It is graining, is it not? <laughs> it was raining this morning and I was talking to my partner and I was like it is raining and he was already like I've had enough I'm so tired <laughs> oh, there's loads of people man. keep making more of those and they're really funny I just um, give us more anywho anyway. I've got another comment here from Loza Marie 123 and they say honestly I really love the giggle for the most part. It was wonderfully whimsical and creepy all at the same time. I think it was the best special out of the three. I know that this isn't going to be a popular opinion, but I'm on the fence for how I feel about the bi generation Or bi-generation. We're going controversial already, Loza. Oh my God. Ooh. It's lovely they gave Tennant a good ending for once, but I wish it didn't feel so abrupt and out of place. I was hoping for a traditional regeneration where we could say farewell to Tennant as the 14th Doctor. It doesn't sit right with me that there's now more than one version of Tennant's incarnation running around because we also have the Metacrisis as well. In parentheses, I love Metacrisis, don't get me wrong. Despite all that, I'm excited to see Shooty as the Doctor. Now! That's some fucking tea right there. Um, I mean, look, you know, again, full review for the Google out in yes. the new year. Um, I, I, I don't, it does not, it does not vex me. It does not consume much yep, of yep, my yep. mind because uh-huh. I don't really, you know, care. Same. But I didn't like the bi generation, um, just because. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's there's um, a lack of mature storytelling in sort of not letting him have a happy ending by also kind of giving up his 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 face like sort of previous um, 
doctors and every doctor kind of just exists on a like that's why i'm in two minds about it because i i think you know you could have just had a really um you could have had a naturally nice happy ending where we still get a traditional regeneration alternatively though um every doctor does just exist on a floating timeline where they're brought back out of convenience so the fact that there's one just like living on contemporary earth with a tardis um it, you know that's that's fine if they ever need to bring them back they just fucking do that all the time anyway like you yeah know, how many times is the how many times is the second doctor just alive randomly at random points of, no literally of the classic series with jamie who died canonically so i don't really care that much because it's a fucking mess anyway but um yeah i was a little i was a little um disappointed especially because actually even though i didn't really wasn't caring that much about the idea of him regenerating the actual moment where it happened i was really i was gagged I was um, actually, yeah, I was like yeah. literally holding on to my partner like, I'm not ready, I'm not was, ready. And then I was like, oh. See, whereas I was like, fuck, like, yeah, we've got 15 minutes of the episode left that it's going to be helmed by Shooty Gatwa. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah. Um. it's So with the the bi-generation, um, first of all, bi-generation, <laughs> I mean, it's on. giving LGBTQ+, and it's amazing, <laughs> and I love it, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? I really love it. Personally. You guys watch new brand new woke Doctor Who. Even the regenerations by now. Next season they're gonna have a trans generation. That's why I hear from Woke T Davies. And you know what? We love to see it. We love to <laughs> see it. I just do you know what it is? Please, no one no one clip that out of context, please. Um, no, no, no. We're taking the piss out of those sad, fucking, pathetic, pathetic individuals. Road out. You know, we'll, uh, there's actually a comment at some point about that, but we'll get to it. But anyway, I love the bi-generation personally. I love everything about it. It made me so happy. I literally nearly pissed myself. I was so happy. Um, <laughs> uh, and the thing is with the 14th Doctor just being around. Now, here's the thing. I've said this before, and Elliot said it actually. We're both very much like, we don't care. We just enjoy TV. Um <laughs> If you've watched Doctor Who Unleashed, you will know that Russell said the 14th Doctor just kind of parked for now. It means we're getting David Tennant back at some point. Let me hear you, gays. Let me hear you. No, I'm happy and I don't care. The least unsurprising news on the planet. Do you know what I mean? No, but I love (laughs) it because it's like he's literally parked for now. Like genuinely like, like Russell was like, he's there, which meant he's coming back in like a few series, which I'm excited for. Don't clown me, Russell. Don't do that to me. Uh, here is a quick comment from... Oh, my God. I'm going to have to spell this out and try and... Um, <laughs> uh, I say, given lid, because it's G-I-V-E-N-L-Y-D. They say, uh, my personal favourite was Wild Blue Yonder. It reminded me a lot of Midnight, which I absolutely love. Um, but I think, I think, I think Midnight comparisons, I understand where they come from. I think Midnight is like a true, genuine, like, masterstroke of horror, while Blue Yonder is like, got a couple of really creepy moments, and then the rest of it's just an absolute fucking awesome fever dream. Um, so, I, you know, you live your truth, that's absolutely fine. I don't get the Midnight comparisons, but not because I'm like, oh, it's not near as good as Midnight. Uh, darling, I'm having fun, I am loving it, but I don't understand what you mean. Yeah. I think people <laughs> compare it to Midnight a lot because it's like, oh, that this random entity that we don't know anything about um, and we're on this kind of, like, in one location, whatever. I personally also agree with you, Elliot, that it's, it, it's, it's got, it's Midnight-esque, but it's not like Midnight at all because it's, it's Midnight. The reason it's so scary, sorry, I'm not trying to mansplain Midnight to anyone, um, but, like, I'm going to... Um, they're stuck in this tiny little like bus, if you want to call it, right? Not a bus, bus but it's like a little. It is a bus. It's a bus. Uh, a bus. It's a bus. Uh, it's a, bus. Uh, a dome. Uh, no, uh, sorry. <laughs> Fens law. Fens law. God, we're gonna have a field day with that. Um, it's on this little bus. It's in one location, but it's one, literally one location. It's not like, oh, in a corridor in that location. It's in one location. We literally don't see the creature. We don't know any of its motivation. It's just doing its thing. 
you know, I mean, we know it's repeating what it hears to kind of go back to Earth and kind of take over and like absorb people's life force, whatever. But we don't really know its motivation. Like we we leave the episode and we're like, what the fuck is going on with Wild Blue Yonder? You know what's going on mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Yeah, Wild Blue Yonder. It's sort of yeah because the because the other entity is like smart. They can sort of talk to it and kind of actually sort of figure out um, what's going on. Whereas, like, Midnight is just the Doctor being like, I've got no idea. Yeah, literally, um, exactly. And the yeah. Doctor is also uh, incapacitated, like, literally for 10 minutes of it. Like, the Doctor is not present. Do you know what I mean? Um, but one of the best shots of the whole entire new series is them standing at the cockpit looking out the edge of the universe. Oh, yeah. Um, but last thing I'll say on it is that while Blue Yonder may or may not be my favourite special. Moving on. No, it's fine. I need to rewatch them because I don't know. And that's fine. And you know what? We'll find out together. At the end of the giggle, we'll do a ranking because yeah. we always but do I'll that. I'll tell you one thing. It's not the Star Beast. Um. <laughs> Eek. Squeak. Take meep. Meep, meep. Anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a compact laser deluxe. Where were you hiding that? <laughs> you really don't want to know, darling. Um... Okay, so next comment is from Greg Cubed. That's funny. I like that. Uh, hi, Greg. Um, Greg says, it makes me excited for the shorter episode count for future seasons. Those three episodes alone gave us a wonderful sort of micro series and each episode was a total standout for the series. If they can take that overall quality and apply it to each season, I'll be pleased. Now, here's the thing, Greg. First of all, thank you for your comment. Um, I actually am living for that because... I think quality is the priority. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And <laughs> uh, Sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Um, anyway, um, no, but it is. It is the priority. It and is, it's it like, is, it is, it is. I think having shorter seasons with more packed into each episode, not necessarily lengthwise, but a bit more budget, a bit more you know, time on it. I wouldn't be mad if a season... Obviously, we love more Doctor Who, but, like, we want the quality. And I'm not saying there won't be, but do you know what I mean? I wouldn't be mad if there was, like, a lot of budget and time put into, like, five episodes in one season or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, genuinely. I'm I'm all for... Yeah, you know, because it's still going to be yearly. Exactly. Like, give me... Yeah, give me five, but, like, five great episodes a year rather than you know a handful of really good ones and some ugh ones yeah um you know yeah uh you know not not 100 sure that's what we're gonna get but again i'm gonna save all my opinions for the special episode so it's fine but yes the money was on screen and when it was on screen it was still fine like again we released that tiktok where we talk about how we like our doctor looking cheap like the giggle looks genuinely amazing and has some really good effects in it but also you've got the David Tennant puppet, and you've got the bit where the toy maker spins Mel really fast, uh, and it's like the cheapest plug-in effect ever. Uh, and I'm like, that's my Doctor Who. That's, that's my, my show. Who. Someone on TikTok, there was like a viral TikTok that was like, I love how even Disney behind Doctor Who, it sometimes just still looks not very good. And I'm like, yeah, that's my show. That's my baby. <laughs> that's my girl. You know. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just thought it was a really interesting comment because um, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. And this is from uh, Izzy, no, AFACF, don't know how I'm doing any of that, but it's got a lovely lovely picture of a cat, so absolutely valid. Uh, they say, um, thought they were all brilliant and David and Catherine were outstanding. Agreed. I mean, uh, again, if you don't follow us on Instagram and TikTok, you should. I've been, so I've had a lot of time on my hands, except I haven't, but I've made time. Um, I've been making these little, like, compilations to of like um the doctor and uh donna from the two episodes because every time they speak i'm like <laughs> like it's so funny like i have laughed so much in these specials <laughs> it's so wonderful like one of my favorites is you know you know nothing we know everything and you know nothing and then him just looking at them like what and then like you know, Donna just being like, what? What are you talking about? Shut up. Like, it's just so funny. I told you, didn't I, that it was no hyperbole that I think Catherine's delivery at the end of 
the star beast with the oh my god i did it again it's so it's funny like one of the funniest things that she's ever said in her life i um, so in the compilation when i added that in because i had 5.1 audio i was able to isolate the vocals and the effects and just get rid of the music so you can really get a sense of the way she's saying it and the rhythm oh it's so good just oh my god i did it again <laughs> also also again in that compilation and it's been really underrated so she's like I gave away all my money. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you did, you stupid woman. You really did. Watching all three of them again, though, for some reason, has just got stuck. Because there are many great Donna lines. Yes. Oh, um, and, so you know, good. I love her from series four, but you know me, I'm a massive defender of the Runaway Bride. Um, yes. And I, I think, you know, she's at some of her best in that episode, personally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I, I, for some reason, I've had stuck in my head now for about the past three days. Um, you know, like the yeah, where, where am I? The TARDIS. The what? The TARDIS. The what? The what? The what? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the it's the second. The what? The, the what? what? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm so glad you brought that up because it's the way. Also, her face is like what? What? <laughs> and it's very reminiscent of when the Doctor's like, "You've got two hearts, so do I." Like to the meep, and then she's like, mm. "You've got what? What? Like Donna." insulting 14 and you know what i've seen some shit online i mean what's new but like people being like (laughs) oh she insults 14 too much she needs to chill that she's being so mean to him respectfully shut up because that's how she shows her love okay it's donna she loves him so much i literally that is her best friend they say so many wonderful things to each other they show up for each other all the time if you want your best friend if you're not sitting there insulting your best friend like ironically all the time what are you doing Literally every single like if I'm tired and can't actually <laughs> formulate a proper response yeah. to something that Dan was messaging, I say just the worst thing imaginable. You really do, yeah. Because I know what might come off, yeah. But like I then, you know, we'll message in the morning or when I'm in a slightly better mood and I'll be like, you know, no, actually that thing is good. Love you really. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, but same. Know. Yeah. But then, you know, it's the, but uh, you know okay it's not quite the it's not quite the equivalent but you know everyone being like oh yeah insults are too much and then right at the start of Wild Blue Yonder he's like he's grabbing her hands and kissing her hands to be like oh you know, I'm don't gonna, I love it's it it's so tender you know yeah. and again we had the flip side of that of me trying to get you out of Cardiff on on Saturday night yeah right? yeah yeah I'll call you a dickhead but you know like when it comes down to it I will I will try and look after you if I have to yeah 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 but that is what friendship is like you you have that back and forth like literally with some of my friends. I'll literally be like, oh, you make me so fucking ill. You make me disgusting, disgusting. And then two seconds, I'm like, nah, I love you, babe. I'm joking. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, get over it. Actually, just just stop chatting shit. Like, no, Donna is a wonderful, wonderful friend and has shown up for the doctor in so many ways, especially, you know, at the end. But um, yeah, anyway. um, Yeah, no, David and Catherine just firing on all cylinders. Next one of the comments comes from Grace of Aeons, I think that's how I pronounce it. Um, and they say it's interesting because I've always considered Tennant's Doctor as the one who is the most human, in parentheses, or at least obviously craves and adores ordinary human things the most. So it makes total sense that he's the Doctor who decided to relax for a while and collect his reward. Also, the hug that fifteen gave fourteen was everything, and so healing. Right. Again, there's been discourse online, Elliot. I don't know if you've seen where it's like, oh my God, what the erasure of 11, the erasure of 12, the erasure of 13. Right. What are you not understanding about the fact that... I'm sorry, there are just facts in this world. David Tennant is the most popular doctor. That is the facts. What are we still not understanding? The specials are about 14 and Donna. That is the main focus. Tennant is the reason... They've brought him back in the specials. Let's face it, because the viewing figures dropped off massively. I'm just saying the facts, right? They went, yeah. who's going to bring viewing figures back? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the most popular doctor and one of the most beloved actors of the UK, David Tennant and Catherine Tate. Like, literally, I have had friends. I have friends who have not watched it in over 10 years. And because David is back, they have watched every special and have said they're going to watch the new series. It has done its job. My yeah, my parents watched all three specials. You know, despite it yeah. leading up to the specials, they were going, you know, like oh, I don't really care, or like that. Uh, but they watched every trailer when it came out, and they watched every single episode. Sometimes before I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Do you know what I mean? Like, and they're gonna watch. They're gonna watch series fourteen. Yeah, and it's like, 
I love Eleven. I love all the Doctors. I really do. I genuinely actually love all the Doctors. I love Eleven, love Twelve, love Thirteen. But you would be naive. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to attack people here. And I'm not trying to say anyone's worse or off or better. I'm not trying to say that. But the truth of the matter is they needed to bring life back to the show and to have a good stepping stone. And that was to bring back the most popular Doctor and to give that Doctor more airtime and more like kind of I guess perks if that makes sense and I don't know and also you know 10 is my favorite doctor I know it's 14 but you know David Tennant is my favorite doctor and seeing him sit there and say this is I've never been this happy in all my life I was crying okay yeah but also I don't understand the point of erasure makes no sense because the giggle goes out of its way to point it out yeah yeah what happens is that you know Ten himself has a really emotional climactic ending. He doesn't have time to process it. He regenerates, and then straight away he's just going, "Oh, cool, bloody hell, fish fingers and custard. Look at me, weird long legs." Yeah. Um, and you know, not that Matt Smith doesn't have some moments of you know sort of quiet I- introspection, but you know, it's 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 the fact that the show resets itself all the time. You know, and it's, and yeah. we are keeping resetting and keeping moving on to new things. And especially you know, again, not trying to throw shade the over, especially you know, thirteen zero feels so disconnected from everything else that came before it. And you know, that she does feel like this complete, almost like a vacuum of a character that hasn't experienced the other things of the Doctor. In my personal opinion. That going into, you know, going into this, I think it's amazing that you know yeah. he was able to sort of take all that stuff on board, add it to the character, and you know the literal toy maker. Again, I don't want to call you, I don't want to say you're stupid or that you don't watch media, right? But the literal point of the toy maker showing him the puppets of the companions that have died, or the flux, is in service of that moment at the end where he kind of realizes that he just keeps running. You know, it takes into account the other three incarnations in the meantime, you know, just because it's the man with a face you don't like or because you're a fucking spoiled little hidden away brat. There's nothing better to do other than get media service to them. You know what I mean? Like, just just fuck off. Um, (laughs) Like, be happy. It's a nice (laughs) thing. It's really wonderful. I'm going to save it because I think some of the comments coming up are going to mention this as well. But yeah. Oh, yeah. You can... Criticize the thing, it's fine. You don't have to just be happy because Doctor Who's on the air, but also there is a certain level of trying to justify why you don't like something beyond saying you don't like it, where it turns into self parody. If you don't like it, just say you don't like it, it's fine. Yeah. I don't go for a long speech about why I don't like a lot of the 13th stuff and why some of the 12th stuff and why a lot of small fat stuff doesn't work for me. I just don't like it. Yeah. And don't sit there it and spout incorrect facts because it's just embarrassing. No, sorry, guys. We're in our fields. Like, let let ten rest and have a hot girl time. Like, come on, come on. Well, was the moment for me in that scene that got me was when Mel turned up. Oh my god, Mad Auntie Mel! Ah! No, no, no! Stop, stop, stop! We have to stop. We it need just to save seems it. Like save what it, Bonnie save Langford it. would be like at a barbecue. I know. I uh, love Bonnie Langford. But anyway, save it, save it. Yeah. Also, just for you, some people getting upset that Wilf was shooting moles. Um, um, because they say it's a very out of character thing for him to do, and they feel like it's disrespectful to Bernard Cribbins. Um, the reason that was added to the um, to the scene is because Bernard Cri- it's something that Bernard Cribbins himself used to do. Um, it's a tribute to him as a man, um, instead of it just being a generic, you know, oh he's off fishing. It was this is something that he used to do as a hobby. Wouldn't that I'm be bored. nice? Do you know what I mean? Like I'm bored of these comments now. Do you know what I mean? Like just stop. Just bored of people pretending like they know Bernard Cribbins better than yeah, than know, literal, literal people, people who... who know him. Our next comment is from Fliss Riley. Bless Fliss. Yeah. Um, Hi, Fliss. <laughs> and they say uh, loved the trans representation. Uh, people can say it's too on the nose, all they like, but everything feels on the nose until it's normalised in mainstream media, which is what RTD is trying to do. So we've uh, we've actually both discussed this in our own private time because here's the thing. I agree with that comment wholeheartedly, like personally. Like, yes, some of the writing... In terms, I'm talking about the writing. I'm not talking about what they're talking about. Do not get it twisted for a single fucking second because, oh my God. The actual content, the words that were spoken, some of it was a bit clunky. It could have been a little bit better thought out, a little bit more... Um, a bit more depth put in there. But... I completely agree with the fact that 
something sometimes just needs to be said how it is and it needs to be brought to our screens it needs to be shown to us as an audience because unfortunately we still have a cesspit of fucking dickheads who are just horrid and they don't want to see anything outside of their own experience they you know just horrible transphobic you know discriminatory bastards and I don't care if you if you're one of those people and you're getting offended by what I say and you know whatever like we've had you know transphobic comments in our dms whatever quite frankly get the fuck ex- expeditiously get off of this podcast because there is send, no place for you here send us another dm I dare you I'll tell I you how you'll die alone you. again no okay sorry can I actually mention this to the audience because I really just want to like flex you for a second so somebody actually had the gall gal and gumption to come onto our dms because we shared something about you know trans women being women it was just this lovely lovely bit of art that I shared on the story on our story sorry and this person came and was like no they're not like oh imagine having brain cells and then Elliot literally went in didn't you you went in you were like said something along the lines of like you know, when you're old, sad, and dying alone, you know, there'll be no one there because you're just vile. <laughs> um, and, you know, fair play. They did, they, they stuck firmly to their beliefs. Um, <laughs> you know, but, but you know, it was, it was worth a shot. Like, there are people in this fandom and in the world, but we're talking about the fandom here because we, we don't have time to talk about the world and the, this country and whatever, but, like, you know... Like this same person who came into our DMs was saying that, like, you know, there are a lot of people in this country that agree with me and, you know, a lot of us feel the same about it. And it's like, no, I know that there's a whole group of you vile, disgusting, ignorant dickheads out there. Um, And quite frankly, what I love is that Russell, uh, yet again, is uplifting voices and people who deserve... And haven't had that that time to shine. And I think Rose is such a beautiful character that is so was so needed. Um, and I just know for a fact that there are so many people, like young, especially the young trans youth, watching Doctor Who. They use it as an escape, and they're going to look at Rose. They're going to look at Yasmin Finney and just go, "There I am. I'm there. There I am. I I I feel seen." And it's so beautiful because she's this, I, she just, she's just this angelic, realistic and human person, but angelic, you know, superhero. That's just amazing. And she, you know, she travels in the TARDIS. Oh, it's, oh, it's so wonderful. The, 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 the beauty of her and just the trans joy and the queer joy, all of it in just, oh, someone shut me up. Ah, sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna shut up. Sorry, no, I just love it um, so much. Sorry, but you know, it's it's a, you know, it's a well, it's a well-meaning cis man, you know, maybe clunkily doing something, and that's fine. And again, I'm not going to speak for an entire community, you know, because that's not my place. But you know, the two, the last two things I'll add is, you know, every single trans friend that I have who watched it was in floods of tears, um, just over, you know, just having that amount of representation on on primetime TV. Um, and secondly, we can talk about you know if it's awkward or or, or whatever, um, but you know just the fact that the TV show Doctor acknowledges that non-binary people exist, yeah, you know, makes me very happy. So it's a beautiful thing, and I'm gonna shut the fuck up because I want to talk about it in the episode. I'm gonna have a whole moment, don't you worry. Um, but yeah, so I completely agree with that wholeheartedly with that comment. Um, anyway, another comment from Batsy Doodle Art, and they say. My brain is just like everybody lives. The specials really went well together. And when I tell you, when 14 started to regenerate, tears were happening. But then he didn't leave. And I was like, Russell, my emotions have been played. Ouch. But anyway, loved by generation and how much of shooty we got. He's going to be fantastic as the doctor. And I'm more thrilled for what's to come. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, we've already kind of touched it. So I won't, you know, dwell on it too much. But like. Russell really played with our emotions because I remember in the episode when 14 was, you know, shot with the with the big laser gun thing. I forget the name. Forgive me. Um, But I was like, we literally have like 15, 20 minutes left. What the hell? He's leaving so soon. I'm not ready. Like, because I was ready for shooty. Like I said, I wasn't like getting upset that I was saying bye to David because I did my morning years ago in 2009. I did it. I lived it. I mourned him already. But like, 
I was so emotional. And like, you know, he said, Allons-y is his final word. And I was like, oh, we love growth. We love it. And then that happened. And I was like, oh, oh. But yeah, um, yeah, we already discussed all the rest of it. Cool. Did, did David say, here we go again? Here we go, again, we go again, Allons-y. See, I, I just I just suddenly twigged in my head that, of course, that's a reference, isn't it? Sitting me. Well, it's uh, it's what the it's what the brigadier says as um, yeah, as as poetry as poetry regenerates. Well, here we go again. Here we go again. Uh, Rockwell Knuckles says the fact that he is out there still going makes me smile. Along with Mel, Jenny, Granddad, I assume maybe Wolf, Martha, and Mickey. To a lesser extent, for once, everybody lives. It is so nice, isn't it, that we have that happy ending of like because we know Martha's out there, we know Mickey's out there. Unfortunately, um, you know, it, it again, it's adding to that really short list. But I'm glad the list exists of people who made made it out and like are living their best lives. And you know, we'll talk about donna the whole donna thing when we went in the star beast i really want to save it for that episode because there's a lot to discuss with her remembering and all of that and i'd really don't want to say it here but you know i think it's such it's just oh that garden scene actually had me crying like i was crying and like literally because when it happened my partner looked over to me and just was like she's gonna cry and i looked over and i was just like i literally went like I was so happy because you can see that David in that scene I don't know what you think Elliot but I feel like David in that scene was also getting emotional because of how much he cares about the character yeah yeah or he's just really good at acting I can't tell <laughs> oh he is good at acting but I just feel like I can just I don't know I just felt that and like it's just love it is lovely and they're they're having a meal they're having a meal cauliflower cheese and beef that is it's supposed to be vegan but it's actually beef and actual whatever it is i don't fucking know but you know and 14 has already taken rose on a mini adventure you know a secret one and mel and oh my god it's just it's so wholesome it's wonderful and we need a bit of happiness right now and it's just lovely anyway so next comment is from hidden druid and they say it was so special to me to see the doctor be so vulnerable during these specials the fact that he is so open about his love for donna and kate and wilf not to mention i already love that shooty's doctor is so comforting and loving like the doctor really needed that hug from himself but seriously these episodes felt like therapy low-key oh my god the truth i did not hear a single lie in that comment i something that i loved about 14 and edit you tell me if you like this as well the tenth doctor was a regret. Was just mm, needed therapy, girl. She needed to get those feelings out, and she was having some issues. Fourteen, like I loved in the Star Beast when he was like with Donna, you know, I love her, and he goes, oh, oh, that's the thing I do now. Okay, I'm open about my emotions, and again, it's that comment of like, and I know it's like a kind of an old comment, but it's still very, very relevant you know, today, like, men do just struggle talking about their emotions a lot of the time, and it's a big thing. Like, it's a really, really important thing to... It's a really important topic. Um, And I just love, like, you know, Sarah Jane, I loved her. I loved her. You know, uh, just everything. Yeah, I love that. And, yeah, the little hug between 14 and 15 felt odd at first, but then I was like, actually this is really therapeutic and it's actually kind of a mesh because if I could like meet my younger self and hug my younger self, oh my God, I would hug her so tight. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So wholesome. What do you think about it? Um, yeah. You know, I think the, like, I think especially 11 and 12, especially are quite emotionally stunted. Yes, they are. Um, yes, 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 yes. yes they yes, don't, yes. they don't open up about their feelings. And I mean, fuck me trying to get emotion out of, 13 in regards to Yaz was like getting blood out of stone. Yeah, literally, um, literally. And when we did get it, it felt quite unearned. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I think it's nice. It's just beautiful. It's just a rare opportunity. You, you know, you only get doctors being able to talk to other doctors in incredibly rare moments. And it felt kind of like, you know, for, for me, it felt like sort of war and sort of 11 and, and 10 kind of forgiving each other for the time war. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but like just in regards to just how he is in the series in general. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I really liked it. I just thought it was really tender, and it was nice to hear all the references. <laughs> but yeah. it was, yeah, it was just a little tender moment. Again, to me, made better by the fact if he had then decided to not carry on living. But that's aside. That's a side issue. Issue. Um. Yeah, and like you know, uh, agreed. Like there's something I want to circle back to really quickly. Just like that comment about eleven and twelve, especially being quite emotionally stunted. I mean, eleven is literally like the um toddler doctor like some people call him you know he is the childlike fairy tale figure because he refuses to look back he's just moving on he's excited by new things and doesn't want to acknowledge anything that's really happened and i think some you know matt's beautiful acting in some episodes is just really really showcases that like you know and i think that's why it's nice to again like i said earlier it's nice to have that it makes sense for 10 to be the one to rest, but even the doctor is the same person. Like imagine knowing the show, um, <laughs> you know, um, I think having a familiar face that we've all watched for so long and come back and also processing that emotion all in that one incarnation, I think is really interesting. But yeah, again, it's, it's just a weird comment of like, Oh, you know, why, why does he have to rest? Why is it 10? And it's like, because the doctor's the same person. The Doctor is one yeah. person. Hello? And also because... Is anyone at home? And also, as well, I hate to burst everybody's bubble, um, but um, it, it's it's a TV show. It <laughs> means that what happened was was that Stephen Moffat didn't write that, but Russell T. Davies did. I love how every that's, time we <laughs> we address stuff, most of the time we just go, uh, it is fictional, if you didn't know that, uh, we, yeah. we are telling that's you. Why, that's why it wasn't 11 you know? 12, because that wasn't thought about when he was when they were the Doctors. So, yeah, literally. Literally. Yeah. Um, anyway, we move, we keep it moving and grooving. Okay. I okay. The final piece of mail is from, um, I'm going to spell, you know, and I'm going to say how I think it should be said, and then if it's not, I'm very, very, very sorry. Um, but you know, it is an Instagram handle, and if it is your name, then I apologize. Um, so spell D I L E K A K I L E. I'm gonna say Dial Kakile. Um, <laughs> Dial Kakile. Because I like the way it sounds, and I'm really, really sorry if it is your name. I apologize. I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm just chuckling. Um, yeah, please email in to tell me I'm a piece of shit. Most people do. Um, anyway, so. Dial Kakyle says, we've spent so many years thinking Donna and the Doctor could never meet again. And now that part of us is happy. Speak for yourself. I do have <laughs> never felt this happy in a long time. RTD did a great job, in my opinion. Well, first of all, I am glad that you're happy. That makes me happy. Um, <laughs> it sounded really insincere, didn't it? But I mean it. No, Genuinely, yeah, yeah. other people's joy is my joy. Um, and yeah, I think Ross C. Davies did a good job, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I actually mentioned this on the Starbeast Live so if you were there this is a repeat but um, some people were saying you know oh you know Donna's back and that's wonderful but like now we've kind of lost that emotion from Journey's End and what I say to that is you are very very valid in your opinion and I totally understand and appreciate that but like I said in that live I don't care because we have Donna back I just I, I'm I love it so much um and you know it's just a wonderful thing to see because the thing is when you look at all the companion exits right in my opinion the saddest companion exits and like you know i know i find doomsday really hard to watch and that's just because of emotional trauma but for me if you look at actually what happens to them donna and bill in my opinion have the worst outcomes because donna loses a whole chunk of her life and memories and all of that growth and you know she loses her best friend um and then bill you know dies and gets turned into a cyberman do you know what i mean like they're the two worst ones and i would do anything for their pain to be reversed because it's just cruel and horrid and i'm not saying that it shouldn't have happened because you know things like bad things happen in life and we need that reflected in our media but like with Donna, I just, I love that we got her back and she got her memories back and all of that stuff that happened. Um, yeah. 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 
It's positivity. Positivity. Okay. Yeah. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> Again, our, <laughs> our vibe. Our vibe is from the end of time. It's you know. It's, you know, what are you, what are you doing with, what are you doing with mum? You know, it's a waste of space. Oh, well, you know, in my time of life, I'm not going to find anyone better. Don't say that. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is our vibe. Do you know what I, I mean? Know. Literally. Just sadness followed by Happy New Year. We are Jackie and Rose. That is what we are on this podcast. <laughs> and it's true. In my time of life, I'm not going to find anyone. Um No. Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> and I would look great in those sort of like little denim shorts that Camille Kaduri wears in that scene. And I would uh, look, no, I wouldn't look good in a beanie. That's a lie. No. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah. Last comment. Uh, but before I read the last comment, thank you for everyone who commented on the post. We would have loved to read all of them out, but quite frankly, we don't have four hours. So, but thank you for all your comments nonetheless. Um, Bitter continue. Dang, they are good commenting, yeah. <laughs> That, uh, continue to comment and get involved in future things. Uh, but Thank yeah. you. I will say this once and only once because it's Christmas and I might have had a couple too many sherries. Um, I love you all. Yeah, thank you for the enthusiasm, guys. Um, but yeah, so our final comment goes as follows, and it's from Jess.45. 2006 American news anchor, need we say more? Uh, literally, I couldn't think of a better comment to end on. I'm so happy. It was uh look, you know, I'm again I'm 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 not, you know, I'll say a lot about how I'm not, you know, into my my random glup shito cameos and you know, I don't need people stepping through portals. Um but that was good. I love her so <laughs> that much. Was the only cameo I needed. <laughs> What's her name again? Trinity Wells. I was literally like Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when he goes, oh, oh, and he like clicks at the screen and points. That was me. That was me. I was so happy. Um, some people were saying that they did her dirty and I'm like, but how? Because she literally, everything she says is correct. She always looks incredible. Everything she does is amazing. Like, what do you mean? I don't, I really don't know what that means, but. Um, I mean, yeah, she's back for a cameo, but you know, it's a, you know, she, she's been affected like the rest of the world, right? That's, you know. Yeah. She's not immune. Do you know what so, I mean? Yeah, you know, I don't really, I don't really understand. Um, you know, I also think it's probably a bit of a commentary on sort of American news media, but that's you know a side issue. Um, that moment, and also in the Star Beast, having the BBC News report outside the uh, yeah the 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 steelworks, you know, whatever it was. As soon as that came on, I was like, oh, we are so fucking back. We are back, um, and then. Obviously, also the hand that appears at the end of the giggle picking up the gold tooth. I literally, Elliot, I was dead. I was like, girl. Oh my God, he's done it again. Oh my God, he's done it again. Oh my God. Like, the geography of that shot makes no sense either. And that's part of why I love it. I think it's amazing. It's like, where Um, would the hand have come from? Just underneath? Like, climbed. Like, did this person just climb up and just over the edge, just grab the tooth, and then ah? Oh, and now you so see, of camp. course, I was conflicted because I thought I assumed at first it was the implication that the toy maker was coming back because he yes. wasn't completely. But of course, he says, doesn't he, that the yep. master uh-huh. is trapped in his gold tooth. So it could be either one of those things. I thought it was just about the toy maker. I assume now it, it's yeah. I don't think it's an immediate. Oh, the master! The master's coming back. I think it's just a funny little moment. I um, think, but there is a lot of fucking building, isn't there? Because the, even the toy oh, makers, yes. like you know, yeah. What is it? Your final game with the one who waits? And it's um, like, who's that? And it's like, that's not my yeah. game to play. Yeah, fucking beep is reporting to the boss. There is, there is. Shooty's got some dark people coming. And you know what? We're ready to see it, aren't we? We are ready to see it. Yeah. Honestly, that's what I'll be most excited for. Because I love, I again, love Shooty now. Immediately, favourite Doctor. Yeah, 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 Am I being hyperbolic? You'll never know. Um, <laughs> but I am excited to see him do... Dark stuff. Dark stuff. Yeah, yes. I want to I see... Just because his introduction was quite light. Yes, it was. As it, as it usually is. But, you know, it's great to know that he's fun and bouncy and he's got that energy. And again, love and calling people honey. But I want to know 
you know, what he's like when he's angry or faced with a proper proper challenge. Like, let's get to the knit and the grit, you know. Uh, Time Lord Victorious energy, please. Um, that would be wonderful. But, yeah, anyway, guys, thank you for joining us today on this bonus, bonus episode. Um, mailbag is being closed. The sack is shut. Get ready for the new year because, honestly, I am absolutely i'm just frothing i'm frothing i need to get to the star beast expeditiously um it's gonna all go off we're gonna go in like in 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 because we have all of the episodes so we can speak about it as a whole thing which is what we wanted to do so yeah anyway with all that being said elliot take it away babe because i can't do things like wrap-ups i can't speak so so that brings the curtains down on another wonderful episode of the Come Along Pond podcast. I hope you had fun. We sure had a merry time. Hope you had a lovely holidays or happy Christmas, depending on what it was you did. If you like what you heard and you want to support the show on Patreon, you can do so by heading to patreon.com forward slash come along pond podcast, just like Daniel said at the top of the episode. Hopefully in the new year we might have something more visual to share with you. So keep an eye out for all the updates over there. But for the moment, I would like to say thank you to Jason and to Lucy for being our bestest of our best friends. However, you can join on any tea and like no shout-out required. Alternatively, if you want to support the show but you don't want to pay a monthly subscription, we do still have a Kofi. You could be our first donator over there. That's ko-fi forward slash come along pom podcast. You can shout out the price of a cup of coffee. One each or one individually, depending on who your favourite host is. However, you can support the show by emailing in to comealongpompod at gmail.com. As I'm sure you're aware, we do three mails, and it's like this, but truncated, and there's three of them. So if you have opinions and thoughts and things you want to say, we will eventually read you out on the show when 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 we can please um alternatively you can support us by visiting our social medias now i know that you found us through tiktok but tiktok.com forward slash come along pom podcast oh my god it's popping up over there highlights lowlights funny little momos that was good funny edits from the specials they're all over there give them a watch however you can watch them in a better place the mystical lions of Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash come along pom podcast. Oh my god, over there we have got polls, stories, reels. You could have been in this episode if you commented on the post. You'll know when we're uploading an episode. You'll know when we're not uploading an episode. You can send us DMs. You can see what's going on. You can see photos of us looking hot in Cardiff. Anything you want is on Instagram. There is a crazy amount of people over there now. I mean, like almost 7,000 people. It's r- ridiculous. Each and every one of you is loved. Instagram.com forward slash come along pom podcast. But with all of that being said, Darren, it's been lovely being joined by you this evening. It has been absolutely a wonder, a joy, a privilege uh, to do this. Um, again, thank you all for commenting. Yeah, thank you to you guys for being part of the episode. Thank you to you for joining us and being part of this. And incidentally, a very Merry Christmas to all of you at home as well. And we give you air. From our lungs. <sighs> bye, guys. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Now, Fenslaw. <laughs> Fenslaw. It was the day after Christmas, and all through the family, no one knew how to say Merry Christmas. Not even my co-host Damler. Good night. God bless. <laughs> <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.